Hey, what's up? This is your girl, Taylor Wilde. Welcome back to Wild On, season two, the podcast where you get the insider's view of the weird, wonderful, wild world of women's wrestling on Wednesday. Today's guest is a Malaysian phoenix, an innovator in women's wrestling, the first female professional wrestler to wear a hijab. Guys, goosebumps much? She's a Harry Styles super fan, one of Forbes 30 under 30, an inspiration, sweetheart, and total badass. Ladies and gentlemen, my girl, Noor Phoenix. Diana. discovered wrestling? Five or six years old, but I never was a fan. I think I only became a fan when I was 14 years old. Okay. So it started when um, I play video games with my brother on PSP, the PlayStation Portable. Yes. So from there, I started watching WWE Weekly. So it was WWE that got you inspired. Yep. And at what point did you decide that Noor was going to be a professional wrestler? <laughs> I've never been to any sport. Oh, wow. So, like, wrestling is, like, the only sports that I've been into. Okay. There was a point, like, I felt like I did not have much going. I was not pursuing anything. It's just, like, me trying to survive high school, you know? Yeah. So, why not just give it a try, you know? And then I fell in love with it. <laughs> okay, cool. Now, in your school, was there a big community or was there a lot of people that you knew that were into professional wrestling? I know some of my school friends, but they were guys. Like, we are not close friends or anything, like, just like my classmate or something like that. Okay. But yeah, I think for girls during my high school, it's only me. Okay. <laughs> so, like, it, it was, like, kind of weird, like. Like, and then like sometimes I always talk about wrestling with my close friend and then like they was like, oh, okay, can you stop talking about wrestling? I was like, okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's incredible because in North America, wrestling is everywhere. Everybody knows about professional wrestling. Yeah. And although I would say there's probably more men that are interested in it, there's lots of women. Yeah. <laughs> but I imagine in Malaysia, there's not many women who are into the sport. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> they love wrestling, but I don't think they wanted to do pro wrestling, you know? Right. So how old were you when you started training? I started training when I was 16 years old. 16? Yeah. <laughs> wow. How do your parents feel about it? Oh, my parents. Um, my father was very supportive, but my late mother, like, uh, she wasn't really supportive because like she was worried more about me. But then uh, she came to my first show and since then I converted her to becoming a fan. <laughs> and, yeah. and now does she love it? Yeah. Is she your number one fan? Yeah, she always came to my show and then watched me. 
except uh, during just like one show when I won my first championship and my whole family didn't came for the events like oh <laughs> yeah. so being that we know that pro wrestling is not that popular in Malaysia not like it is in North America now you've decided you're going to become a professional wrestler what have been some of the challenges do you think as a woman in the sport in Malaysia i feel like one of the obvious is a uh, physical limitation for me uh, I, i am not strong and athletic as the rest in the class when i first started so but then yeah. as i improved in those um i feel like it was difficult for me to get bookings right especially when i'm all uh, cover up and then There was like a time when people wonder if I was a little boy under the underneath the mask. So I was like, okay, <laughs> it was a bit disheartening. <laughs> you know, it's funny you say that being thought of as a little boy under the mask was disheartening. I think that's a huge compliment because they can't tell that you move as well. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, there was like a big mystery behind the mask. Especially yeah. in a place like Mexico where Lucha Libre, it's such a respectful thing to wear the mask and it's a rite of passage. You, you know, you're a trailblazer. It's absolutely incredible. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, oh goodness. And I think it's interesting as well that for you it was you didn't feel physically strong enough or you know, you, you weren't as physically strong as the the men in the class. But I think you must have been the the mental strength you must have had to walk into a school a, a, as a woman were you the the first female student at that school no i was i think the fourth female student now you are the first female professional wrestler to wear a hijab yeah what does wearing hijab mean to you in life and professional wrestling i feel like i am able to be myself without uh, caring about stereotypes like i don't uh, succumb to the pressure of having to take it out just to wrestle and i think like i kind of like prove that hijab is not an obstacle for me to not wrestle because like before i joined i had this thought like oh maybe like wrestling is not for me because like i wear hijab but then i was like oh yeah like hijab is not like something that can stop me from doing what i love so yeah maybe like i have proved to the world that i am like true to myself are you ever true to yourself that's <laughs> you're not fitting in any box you've made your own nor box it's absolutely <laughs> Uh, you know, I keep saying incredible, but I can't think of a word bigger, magnificent. Oh, thank you. <laughs> inspiring. I just think for many of us that are in professional wrestling, we feel like we don't really fit in anywhere in life. And then we find wrestling and we're like, ooh, this is where we're supposed to be. Yeah, that is so true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can only imagine for other women, young women, middle-aged women, doesn't matter, who wear a hijab, who have never seen a woman in professional sport, and you are the person that could potentially inspire them to try something they never thought they could do. So thank you for being an incredible risk taker and being the first oh, to do it. Because I never thought that um, <laughs> my involvement in uh, pro wrestling like, could change something and like, could make an impact in pro wrestling so yeah i mean like until now like i'm still a bit shocked like oh like i did something 
you know, like in the pro wrestling world. So, okay, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yes. Well, goodness, you made the Forbes 30 under 30 list. That is massive. Thank you so much. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about that experience and what the actual article was about? So when I was in London, I found out that my coach had nominated me for the list. And I wasn't happy <laughs> because uh, he made the decision without consulting me first. Oh, really? And then like we had a big argument. <laughs> for me, like if there's like an interview or something like I need to be known first, so like before he decides to do something. Okay. We went through the process anyways, and then fast forward a few months later, I was told that I made the list and I had to do the interview and photo shoot. Good for you. It was a surreal experience for me. And I am like honestly sad that it did not come out in the time for my late mother to see it. So yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Because okay. like um, I was supposedly... Uh, like plan to be in London in uh December, two thousand nineteen until May to uh twenty twenty. Yes. But then I had to go back to Malaysia in February because like my late mother. Yes. Yeah, and then like the news came out in April. Goodness. So it it was a, a very bittersweet time. It is. Yeah. It it was. Yeah. You're a very strong, strong woman. Very inspiring. How many days a week do you train at the wrestling school? Train like a three sessions a week. For how long are the classes? Usually about like four to five hours. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> it's really long. What? That's long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then what about at the workout gym, fitness gym? How many days a week are you there? I do a full body workout uh, four times a week. Wow. I usually go in the morning because like less people. <laughs> you are yeah. really training hard right now, and. Are you, are you working a full-time, part-time job? Or are you in school as well? Also, before I fly to London, I quit my full-time job just to wrestle. Wow! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like, when I came back here, uh, I was jobless. And then like during the pandemic, my coach has started the new company called uh, APEC Wrestling. Yes. September last year. I am like the first signee to do a full-time uh, pro wrestler. I can say now that my work is now is a professional wrestler, <laughs> like pro wrestler full-time. That's incredible. So are you in Malaysia now or are you in London? Oh, I am in Malaysia now. Is there any wrestling schools in Malaysia or was it in London that you did your training? So I train here in um, Malaysia. It's called uh, Malaysia Pro Wrestling. But now, uh, in Malaysia, we have two promotions. One is uh, Malaysia Pro Wrestling, and another one is APEC Wrestling. APEC Wrestling stands for Asia Pacific Wrestling. Ah, okay. Now, you wrestled Sh uh, Shaza McKenzie, who's been on the show. Was she... Uh, yeah. So she came to Malaysia then? Yeah, I think she came in 2018. Okay. Yeah, and I was still wearing a mask. So it was wow. like a bit different. Yeah, a bit different character. There. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. How many matches do you think you've had at this point? Like this year may have been like my fifth year in pro wrestling. Yes. But I think uh, like uh, because of lack of uh, lack of shows in 
the reason uh, I have like under 100 shows yeah now. okay okay <laughs> now you don't wear a mask anymore uh, nope okay did you have a match where you lost your mask or your character has yeah. just changed oh okay yeah the stipulation was I lost the match and then <laughs> then that's it <laughs> I have to unmask <laughs> <laughs> has it been a different experience wrestling as a woman who doesn't have a mask versus one that has a mask has it changed your style or how you feel when you enter the ring so when i was wearing a mask it was fine because uh, some of the fans knew that i was wearing a hijab but some of them didn't know that i was wearing a hijab so it was fun because like they don't know like who and who was underneath the mask <laughs> And then I remember when I lose the match I have to take out the mask like in front of the oh. fans. And that yeah. <laughs> I was sad and happy. I was sad because the mask was already a part of my journey. Right. I was happy because I feel like uh, I like started a new journey. Yeah. And I remember like Uh, like the crowd were chanting like oh no uh, it's okay you don't have to take out your mask we understand oh. <laughs> and then, yeah the love <laughs> yeah the love and support was crazy and and yeah and I was crying in the ring as well when I took out the mask <laughs> it's yeah. so funny I don't know what I was expecting I guess I've never spoke to anyone who's of Malaysian descent but It doesn't matter where you're from in the world. Everything you experience as a professional wrestler, your family, like I have talked to you for merely 15-20 minutes at this point and I feel like I know you. We've gone through so many similar experiences. Oh. <laughs> One thing that I find a little yeah. bit humorous is with women in North America who don't wear a hijab that I know of, we have things that we have to worry about, like keeping our women bits mm -hmm. inside of our top. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We use tape. Yeah. Some of us wear wigs yeah. or hair extensions. Yeah. Is it challenging to keep your hijab on while you wrestle? It is. <laughs> <laughs> Because like, <laughs> it's like my gear during training and show is different. So like my gear during training is like more secure ah. than my gear during a match because like for a match I like have to be you know like something like larger than life character you know like more colors yep yeah like very different from my uh, training gear it's hard like to keep it on but like so far yes. like it has been okay <laughs> like it has never been like took off or anything <laughs> good yeah okay have you had to try a bunch of different things over the years to keep it more secure or you're just praying that it doesn't come off i was just off? praying that it doesn't come off but i have tried before i joined <laughs> wrestling because like i remember like i've tried like different things to keep my hijab on yeah yes those days <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So like anything with us women, it's a work in progress. Yep. <laughs> so now that you're 21, you started training when you're 16. How has professional wrestling changed you as a person? I feel like I am more confident. Like even though I was, I am still a little bit shy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like it has, I've like, level up in the sense of like my personal life yeah okay i'm feeling more confidence yeah so professional wrestling has given you that extra 
boost of confidence. Yeah, true. Cause like when I was in school, like I am an introvert person. I've never really like talked to people. Like I was always the quiet one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They, we always say it's the quiet ones that you gotta worry about. I know, right? I, I don't know. Like <laughs> it's gonna be me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the quiet ones that turn into superheroes. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Now, when you first started training, was there any other women in your class? Yeah, there was two or three. But then like as the year progressed, I was the only one left. Okay. So yeah, I've trained with the guys as well. Wow. (laughs) And what have you learned with training with mostly men? What what have you learned as a person? Oh, uh, I don't know. I think that it made me learn faster okay because like um, my coach like he never treat me different perfect like if the guys have to do 50 push up then so i had to do like without my knees on the mat and so like uh, he pushes the guys uh, like he pushes me like how he would push the guy so yeah excellent i think that that is how i trained as well there was only mm-hmm. myself and one other woman and when you walk into a wrestling school if it's a good school male, female, ostrich, dog, cat, you should all be trained exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So it's yep. great to hear. Now... I can relate to you. <laughs> <laughs> so your wrestling costume, it's changed. We said you had a mask before, and now you don't have a mask. What was the inspiration of designing your costume? How did you choose it? Uh, my coach helped me to design the costume oh, okay. and I chose the colors and the motif to fit my taste and character. Uh-huh. Uh, it was a collaborative effort and he made me feel like involved to the, you know, like the gear. Yeah. Okay, cool. So outside of wrestling, that's what I'm always most curious about. What are, the, what are some things in your life that you like outside of wrestling? Uh, I'm a simple girl. <laughs> I enjoy um, shopping <laughs> online, uh, binge watching series, uh, and I also like to study a bit of uh, the science of skincare and beauty. <laughs> and I currently now uh, pick up an understanding nutrition and science of hypertrophy. <laughs> and I have been waiting for the opportune moment to say it, but your skin is glowing. Whatever you're doing is gorgeous. Thank you. (laughs) No, it's just the camera effect. (laughs) No, 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 no. Because my skin doesn't look like that. (laughs) You have gorgeous skin. No, probably because it's night here. (laughs) Well, I I, I do, I want to compliment you because, you know, when we first, talked about making this interview happen you're a little bit worried about your English and your English is fabulous I have like turned down a a quite interview like on a podcast as well so yeah hey I'm the first yay (laughs) yay So yeah, I have to like I really yeah. hope you'll pursue doing more interviews in the future because I think you're a superstar and I want the whole world to know about Nor the Phoenix. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I have to do more. <laughs> Every episode I like to end it the same way. I do my 10 tailor-made questions. It's a little bit of a speed round, but okay. don't feel like there's any rush to answer the questions. Are you ready to play? Let's go. Okay. Name one beauty product that you cannot live without. 
uh, sunscreen. <laughs> Good one. What is your favorite exercise? Leg press. What is your biggest pet peeve? Uh, if someone turns up late. <laughs> I think that's probably the most common answer amongst wrestlers. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <I hate> <laughs> Who is your celebrity crush? Oh, Harry Styles. <laughs> Who doesn't love Harry Styles? <laughs> Who doesn't? Truly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite band or artist? Uh, um, I like boy band. Uh, pretty much One Direction, Harry Styles. <laughs> I love it. Do you have a secret vice, like drinking a glass of wine in the shower? Uh, I enjoy eating chocolate chip drip drenched in chocolate sauce while binge watching series. Love it. A girl yes. of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> what professional wrestler has the best entrance music? I have to say my coach, uh, Shao Kat. Okay. What is your drink of choice? Doesn't have to be alcoholic. Oh, I just like to drink uh, water and lemon. Water and lemon? You're so healthy. I try to be now. <laughs> Something to balance out the uh, chocolate chip cookies drenched in chocolate sauce? Yep, true. What was your most embarrassing moment in the ring? I think when I made my debut in uh, Eve Pro Wrestling, I slipped during my entrance. It was so embarrassing. <gasps> yeah. Oh no. It's like that was like so the first, first impression. Time. I was like, oh my God, why did I do this to myself? <sighs> <laughs> it was so embarrassing. You poor yeah. thing. But you got back up, you shook it off, and yep. you've been better yep. since. Learn from my mistake. <laughs> Never, never have to rush. <laughs> no, that's true. That's yep. true. You've got all the time in the world. Yep. Okay, finish this lyric. Ready? Watermelon sugar. Hi, watermelon sugar. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> Yay, her style. <laughs> okay, well, sweetheart, you are absolutely adorable. This was such a pleasure. If you ever need any help, if you ever need a friend in North America, please, please, please contact me anytime. I would love to be your liaison. <laughs> I would like to do anything I can do to help you. You're an absolute treat. Thank you so much. Sweet creature Had another talk about where it's going wrong But we still young we don't know where we're going but we know we okay guys my heart is so full nor represents all the reasons i started this podcast i feel so inspired and motivated to continue telling the stories of my favorite misfits my family professional wrestlers fucking love you weirdos my wild ones, if you are truly enjoying Wild On, please take a walk on the wild side and go over to Apple and rate your girl's podcast. I even made a video for you to learn how to do that exact thing. Head over to my Twitter or Instagram to find that short instructional video. Check out the Wild On merch t-shirt store for all your Taylor Wild needs. 
The link will be provided in the episode description as well as on all my social media accounts. There are so many other ways to get to know your girl. Go follow me on Twitter and Instagram at RealTaylorWild. That's wild with an E. My rebel boys and girls, I cannot even describe how much work goes into this podcast. You would know if you listen weekly because I say it every single week. I couldn't do this without my badass punk rock girl band, the Wild Dog Team. The queen herself, my all-around go-to superwoman, editor and producer, Rochelle Duras. Public relations, oh, my queen, Madison Golshani. Marketing specialist, my homegirl, Rebecca Levinson. Thank you for all your hard work. I love you guys. Until next week, stay calm and wild on. Listen up, my wild ones. If you are truly enjoying Wild One, if you, I can speak, I know the name of my show. 